Hello and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the ACCA student podcast. I'm Connor and I'm here once again remotely with Alan. Hello. With the ACCA exam focus now firmly set on the September sitting for most students, today in the podcast we're talking about the things we are bringing to Learn Signal to help you continue your study to be successful in that sitting. We'll also continue the theme of some positive news stories in these unusual times, including how large pharmaceutical companies are sharing their IP for the good of everybody and the positive effects lockdowns are having on the environment before getting to this week's student question. So, Alan, I think we can safely say that for most people, the crosshairs for exams are now firmly set on September. And it's really a case of of students starting to... um, put their focus in that and and do everything they can to use this opportunity to make that sitting as beneficial for them as possible. And and you said that word focus. There's no point in saying what could have been, what should have been, what can be. And certainly no, don't let that be an excuse to say, oh, well, I don't have to worry again for another 12 weeks. And I think focus is that key point. And, and this is, this is one of those moments where you kind of decide what type of kind of, nearly person you'll be because if you can apply focus now if you can make great progress now if you can do a lot of the things we're going to discuss for your september sitting um not only will this help you with your acca exams and take you much closer to being a qualified accountant but the kind of the lessons you learn about yourself and the improvements you make as with your focus between september up to september will definitely help you in any future career that you have as well yeah, and I think, um, you know, I've had the benefit of talking to a, a lot of students already between the the different webinars, and we've had a lot of people getting on to um, our, our chat support. And, you know, for everyone listening, you can um, attend those webinars, you can use that chat support, but it's really positive to see that, that people were just adjusting, um, as I said, adjusting their focus. They were looking forward. They were looking at ways that they can, can you know, get the most out of that sitting as possible. And I think that's really positive to see. And that's, you know, that's really the only mindset that is going to help you continue progressing through your, your ACCA. Um, it's about not trying to trying to make excuses or use this as a as a break period or fall behind and the big thing we wanted to emphasize to to people was you don't want to you know to suddenly blink or turn around and realize you're you're six weeks out from your exam and and you've just let these these weeks slip away so i think what what we're certainly trying to do is help you in any way possible and and um kind of add to our our courses in ways that will make success in the September sitting as as easy and manageable as possible for you. So I think the first first one that that we were really looking at, and a lot of people will have seen the update from ACCA during the week, that the syllabus updates for September have now been uh, released. So what we're currently doing is, is updating all the course pages so that they are set for the most recent syllabus so that the the material that you're covering now is the same material that that will be assessed come those exams in september yeah so me and you have a great quick turnaround time to update syllabus but yeah um, i I say that with a pain (laughs) smile on my face yeah yeah i think believe me we're you know students are the only ones affected by how things have worked out but I, i we do think that like this is what we're doing in order to ensure the students have that focus and to turn around that those syllabus changes in two weeks time is really to give all our students enough time 
to say with, with comfort and confidence. They again, it's all about excuses. They can't turn around and say, "Oh well, we're just waiting for the syllabus update, so I'll give it a few more weeks." We we are going to um, put every effort in to make sure that syllabus changes are inc- incorporated, and that way that you can. Um, start studying um, in a couple of weeks' time for your September sitting with great confidence. Yeah, and I, I think the other the other big thing um, which we're looking at is, you know, a, a lot of people understandably are looking at um, doing more than one exam in September, uh, and we fully support that given the the extra time that you now have available. If you can use that time. Um, to your advantage, you can absolutely be successful in two exams come September, and and we really believe that 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 is the best, um, you know, a really good approach that you could have now to to optimize your use of this time. So another thing um, which we're doing is is creating study timetables, which will allow you to choose two subjects and prepare for both of those alongside each other in the best way that we think um, is possible. So it still holds true to all the things we, we really value, like um, the exam technique, which we build up through our revision bootcamp towards the exams, but it also allows for, for additional time to work through the content and practice questions of two subjects building up towards that. So I think that will be really helpful for students. And I think that's also something which will will make you feel like you're, once again, progressing, staying on track. And if you come out of September with having passed two exams, you know, that might be the same position that you were in if, if nothing had changed. So you can use this time really positively to stay on track with your with your ACCA, as we said. Yeah, and those new study timetables, again, one of those things that we thought are a really good idea. So we told people we do them and then we figure out how do we do them. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I think we I think we figured that out more or less at this stage and and they will be available. Um but uh, it is a it is a thing that you you can be and like some people might be better because I think we talked um, we talked about how things are different and how people are different and reacting to things differently and there are some students who may have done the six weeks got the results gave the next exam a shot weren't successful failed it maybe this is a time to reassess how you do things properly and. Actually, if you took two exams now for the September sitting and passed them, you might actually be way ahead of where you were, uh, where you were, where you could have been because the other ones you kind of say, "I'll give it a shot, I'll do my best," but on the basis that I'll probably have to repeat one. Maybe doing it properly from now might actually help you make great progress, and you'll be for much further ahead than you ever thought. Yeah, and I think, I think for a lot of students, the the ACCA become, can become quite a frantic process and. This is something we always encounter in our results webinar. And our results webinar from the March sitting is going to be on April 15th, so the Wednesday of results week. But often on that webinar, there's a lot of very frantic questions because you're kind of, I think, seven weeks out from the next exam sitting. People might have failed. They're thinking of doing two or three. And there just feels like no time to stop, take a deep breath, refocus think what you want to do so now is really that time where you can kind of you have a bit of breathing room to say okay well what do I want to do even when you get your results that week um, you can reassess you can think okay with the time I have available what subjects do I want to tackle what's manageable for myself um, and that's something that we'll obviously be talking about on that results webinar which which as I said we do the Wednesday after exam results yeah, and I think the, 
that if you've any doubts about that, we'll be covering all them. And I think we're expecting some different type of questions maybe on that day than we usually get. But certainly if you have any doubts or concerns, um, that's the day to get started because that will really lead you into um, the following week then when we really get this 20-week 20, 20 study plan started um, in, in earnest and, and really get it going. Yeah, and, and how we're kicking that off is we do have a new um, study kickstart program, which is going to be running on that, that week, so the week starting April 20th, which is really when your new plans that we talked about um, will come into effect. It's obviously all the syllabus updates will be there, but we're also going to move our subject-specific webinars to that week, and we'll have our kickstart webinars, which really do set out that um, that process of those those kind of 20 weeks leading up to the September sitting where you might be planning your two exams. So they'll, it's a chance to, to talk with the tutors um, across each subject and really learn the important areas of that subject, the good study habits, what you should be keeping in mind and build that into your study over the next period. So I think that's, you know, alongside the other things we talked about and these new plans, I think that's a really good and positive week to start things off with. But I think 20 weeks in the grand scheme of things of your whole life and long career is a relatively small period of time. And I think if you can commit to all of this and I, I kind of, we're sitting here talking and I'm looking at this list that we're talking about and I'm thinking um, as a student, there's very little more we can give you. And if you take advantage of this, uh, I don't see how you wouldn't be successful in September. Yeah. The final one I wanted to talk about was one specifically because we got a lot of really good um, feedback is the updates we made to our applied skills courses. Um, we will be adding those same updates to strategic professionals. So if anyone sitting a strategic professional exam, you can look forward to seeing some um, exciting new updates to the way we offer the courses on your course page um, in the coming weeks. The idea behind this was that... Um, I suppose we, we often talk about your effective study and how to study effectively. And that's a combination of not just watching videos, going through notes and doing the short practice tests, but it's also doing um, the longer form CVE questions. It's watching tutors go through the solution of that, maybe reattempting the question or going back and reviewing the content. So how we're structuring these courses now is to follow that um approach to, to study that we think is is the most effective way so now within your modules not only will you work through the videos and quizzes but we've also built into those that you have cve questions along the way and you have um tutor solutions of those questions so again alan i think it's it's pushing students towards the approach to study that we think is is the best way to prepare yeah, and I think we've laid it out so it's going to be laid out so simply and so logically. It's it's to kind of remove any distractions and never think, are you doing the right thing next? What's the order? I have to do something. Did I miss something? Did I miss a question? We're restructuring in such a way that we're removing all the the stress and any consideration on your behalf. And all you basically have to do is keep pressing the next button, and you'll know exactly what to do next. Um, and we're pretty confident that this package together about following that process um and it'll it'll also i think make study more interesting because it'll mix up videos and quizzes and doing exam questions and reading notes so i think you'll never be doing the same thing over and over again in a row 
and I think it, it makes it more enjoyable studying as well, if you want to call it that. So I think overall, it's a really positive move and should really help all of our students um, actually do better um, in, in future exams. Yeah, so I think the last thing to say is just do keep an eye on your emails over the coming weeks, over the social media channels, and look out for these various webinars, the new timetables, and the, the different updates we talked about, which will be coming into effect in the coming weeks do take them on board and I think if you do them you're going to be in a really strong position studying through the summer. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for extra content, important news, live streams, study tips and much more. So Connor, our news stories today, we're going to um, share some positive stories and I think there's a lot of positive stories starting to appear in the media which is nice because the first few weeks were all very negative and not downplaying the importance of everything that's going on and the, the struggles that a lot of people are going through, unfortunately. Um, I think when you when we're looking at the type of stories we cover, we're looking at, like, there's an Irish firm, Medtronic, who are going to publicly share the designs for their ventilator models. Um, so they're going to put things like um, their engineering specs and their service manuals and their design requirements, and, and later on they're going to put their code up on site that any manufacturer worldwide can take all this content and can start using their um, IP and make ventilators and don't have to delay and try to figure out how to make them, don't have to design them. Uh, and I think that's a really good thing because it's obviously helping frontline health workers. Um, but it's nice at a time like this that companies are putting aside um, profit, I guess, and putting aside some people would say corporate greed for for the greater good. Yeah, I, I think, um, and it's something you see a lot about, it's something people will have read about in their studies as well, is this idea of kind of corporate social responsibility and, and you know, being accountable to more than, uh, to your stakeholders for more than just profit, being um, able to stand over the, the work and decisions of your company. And I think this is a really good example of this. It's people identifying that there is a bigger global issue and they are doing whatever they can in their part and in this case you know it's we're seeing a really positive thing where they are sharing um what i'm sure is very valuable ip they are um you know th this product that they have there they're opening it up and it's kind of open source design that people can use but it is with a a greater good at heart and i think that's that's really impressive and positive to see and you'd you know even though I'm sure their interests aren't aligned this way, but you'd have to see their different shareholders and stakeholders respond very positively to seeing a company act in this way at a time like this. And never to miss an opportunity to bring some sports into our podcast. Absolutely. There's also, absolutely. <laughs> There's also um, you look at the, uh, the Formula One teams like Mercedes and McLaren um, are coming together and they're allowing people to, at their factories where they make cars um, and where they do a lot of their research for their their cars and Formula One, they're turning them into factories where they're building ventilators and their engineers are helping to build ventilators and not building cars, I guess. And then there's a there's a consortium which of huge companies in the UK called Ventil Ventilator Challenge UK. And they have companies like Airbus and Ford and Rolls-Royce. Like huge, huge companies are all coming together um, to solve this massive human problem and I just think it's, it's really really positive um, that there is um, 
people keep saying the world is going to change after what we're going through with the coronavirus, but there really is a sign that, that it may well do and it may well hopefully continue in that vein afterwards. And I think what's what's fascinating seeing some of the the names and obviously the the different industries, like even seeing a, a Formula One team like Mercedes involved in this. It's so interesting to look at how when you apply the expertise and you know the people who are involved in these companies to looking at a different um, a different problem, like seeing the outcome that they can eventually reach on this. When you when you have kind of maybe different experience and and different trains of thought trying to tackle a new problem how they can help so i think it is once again it's really commendable that all these you know huge global companies are trying to use their resources and use their expertise to to help with this bigger problem i think you have similar um your story is something different but similar yeah i suppose we are we're once again still trying to to look at um you know not just i suppose positive responses people are taking but also maybe um positive kind of unexpected effects or, or it might obviously be expected in this case is the environmental effects that's that's happening as a result of you know the global lockdowns and i think i saw recently that you know almost half of the world's population are in some form of a restriction at the moment which is just phenomenal numbers when you when you think about it but they're seeing this um clearly reflected in levels of pollution which are falling around the world so levels of toxic air pollutants and emissions of greenhouse gases are globally dropping um to look at examples over two two different countries the first is china's um where their large cities they can see a huge drop in um levels of nitrogen dioxide now i wouldn't have known what that was before <laughs> but um i saw that this is a gas generated by machinery and it causes people respiratory problems um so they can actually see this um from satellites in the sky that there's a visible drop in the levels of these gases there's also a huge drop in soot particles which are in the air which again cause um issues for people's lungs they can compare this with previous years and there's up to a 30% reduction at the moment compared to other years. And they have the same numbers um, around 25 to 30% drop in emissions of CO2, uh, again, compared with other years. So you're just seeing, you know, when, when industry and business as normal shuts down, there's these huge reductions in, um, in pollutants and emissions, um, which, you know, is obviously of a, a huge positive effect for the environment and when we look at um what a lot of countries are targeting in terms of reducing these and in terms of their environmental plans you know if these numbers were not even maintained at this level but some of the lessons learned from targeting these um these reductions could have a huge effect for the environment the other one just that i'd seen in the story was looking at new york city and the effect that the um the lockdown is causing in the the reduction in peak hour traffic so there's obviously because most people are at home there's a huge reduction in in traffic particularly at these peak hours um so what they've seen is the carbon monoxide levels in the cities are are half those that they have at any other period during the year so it it, it is amazing to see just when the world slows down a bit the environmental effect that 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 has and i hope we see like with coronavirus um 
we see how people working together, whether in your own country, own community or worldwide, people are working together in a way maybe three months ago, everybody would have said that would never happen. That could never happen. And, and hopefully with the environmental impact slowing down, it can show and, and hopefully when and the world will beat this virus eventually and, and kind of somewhat try and return to some normality. Uh, you would hope that, that, that this team of people working together to solve problems globally and will continue uh, and we'd all be in a better place and that the environmental problem, let's call it, shouldn't, may not be as difficult to solve because I think half the problem is getting people to work together. But now that we may have solved the motivation behind that, hopefully that that is, a, that is something that can be... Um, quickly solved because I think what coronavirus has shown us is that um, we're all in this together and that we can be, if we don't work together globally, um, there are things out there that will beat us no matter who we think we are. Yeah. And I think just on the environmental side, it's, it's very rare that you get a, a trial run at something and where, you know, t- these emission targets and um, reducing pollution People said they were they couldn't be achieved or it couldn't be done. It's it's very rare that you suddenly get to see in practice when you alter the the behaviour of people the effect that that can have. And you really do hope that you know when this does pass, whether that's um, you know when we're looking back, maybe even a year from now, that these lessons aren't forgotten and the way that people um, you know between the environmental way and the way of people coming together and banding together to solve problems, you'd hope that those lessons remain and that we can all learn from that. Try us for free by registering for a basic plan on LearnSignal.com to get everything you need to pass your exam. So, Connor, um, there's a, a question coming in and about something we, we touched on earlier um, about the September syllabus updates. And a student was asking, um, do they have to redo some of the study that they might have done? So maybe they were starting for a previous sitting and, and now we move on to September and they hear that the syllabus has changed. So did, do you think that they'd have to redo all that study again? No, absolutely not. So the the thing with the ACCA syllabus updates is they are quite gradual changes. If you um, actually look, so you can now download all the the new syllabus from any course page um, on the ACCA website. We'll be updating our own course pages shortly. But most of the syllabus changes are um, are only a lot of subjects. First of all, have no changes and then the ones that do they're quite gradual changes they're gradual changes maybe that incorporate a bit more technology into it some new areas or current issues but they don't change the kind of core underlying elements of the syllabus um, so any study that you've done if you end up having to do a reset all that work and study that you've done before is still relevant and applicable but do look at the new syllabus there might be a new area that has a bit more weight there might be a new learning outcome added under a certain syllabus heading and so there can be small changes and it is worth reviewing the syllabus on the very last page of it you can find where they outline any changes that they've made um but it won't be a huge um you know, it's it's not a complete 180 on, on what the subject involves or a, a huge update. They, they are just quite um, gradual. The only one to, to mention as well is tax and advanced tax, um, which was updated 
to be updated for the June sitting. So we have already done all those syllabus updates now on the site. So if you are working on any of the tax or advanced tax materials, um, you can be sure that that is the, the latest um, syllabus. It's all updated for the Finance Act 2019. And um, so you can be comfortable and happy with your study for those. So we're going to finish up there for today. Once again, um, thank you very much to Alan and thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, do keep an eye out on all the various updates that we talked about that will be coming into effect in the coming few weeks. And do take on board what we said. If you can use this opportunity to your advantage, you'll be in a really positive position come September. So once again, thanks for listening and we'll talk again soon. Bye bye.